0: I'm John Ryan and this is Pod Roast. This week, now you can listen to radio's oldest idea one month earlier as a podcast. We ask why you would. And what's everyone's favourite seven times election loser up to nowadays? It's the longest running UK radio format and now it's finding new life in our podcast world. It was 1942 when Roy Plumley tapped out his new radio format in a letter to the BBC. Desert Island Discs was commissioned for eight weeks. Forty-three years later, he was still presenting it, before turns from Parkey, Sue Lawley, Kirsty Young and now Lauren Laverne. Like many supposed national treasures, I've always thought it supremely self-satisfied and paper-thin, despite the quality of the latter-day presenters. But hey eight discs, a book and a luxury selected by a celebrity guest with occasionally scoopy revelations eked out of them in the discussion thereof. But now this octogenarian formats an unlikely poster show to breathe some life into BBC Sounds. It's been decided you can hear new episodes there 28 days before the slowpokes on Radio 4 get round to transmitting it. Which is puzzling, Inexplicably popular it may be, but I've never heard anyone express their desire to Ooh, I must log into BBC Sounds in order to see which Destiny's Child song O.T. off of Strictly's picked in her eight, four weeks sooner than I might otherwise hear it. So how does it fare as a podcast? Lauren Laverne races through a 20-second description of the show, for Sounds listeners only, before warning us that, for rights reasons, the music is shorter than the original broadcast. Well, now this is the original broadcast, so that doesn't make very much sense, and it's the first slightly glaring issue. I know it's not a music show, it's about how that music and slightly clunky island scenario shine a light on other bits of the guest's psyche, but essentially it is a request show in which you're only going to hear half a minute of each song selection. First up, it could be 1942 still, as the Sleepy Lagoon theme tune strikes up, and is faded rather suddenly, for the same rights reasons, I guess. There's a minute of very scripted lead-in before we get to O.T. At least that's the only preamble. Lauren's first question is about the qualities you need in a dance partner. It feels like quite a good edit too, maybe a little brisk on some occasions. It's all wheat and no chaff. There are some handbrake turns, notably when it shifts from interview to the format stuff. I think we should dive straight into your music choices today, disc number one, says Lauren. It's Lose My Breath from Beyonce. I know the format is slightly poleaxed by the brand here, but I've never been a fan of referring to music by its physical form. Songs is an emotional word, a short poem, or other set of words set to music or meant to be sung – Tracks is a horrible word, the origins from a lengthwise strip of magnetic tape containing a sequence of signals. It's the same with discs. Let's talk about the art, not the physical form. Another donut in the car park after the next answer about Celebrity. It's time for disc number two, says Lauren. My African Dream by Vicky Sampson. And here's where the rights thing means this format really doesn't work as a podcast. It's a song I've never heard before, but 30 seconds just gets us a couple of lines out of the chorus after that we're into the kind of script written by someone who used to watch this is your life fact 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 question let's go back to the beginning you were born in south africa in 1990 etc it's a slightly detached interview style more 1942 plumley than 2022 laverne a broadcaster i love for her warmth and authenticity but i'm not sure the barbecue ever really gets going in this one there are some weird craft choices in the mixes of music too. Boys to Men bubbles up under a clip of and the clip starts mid-phrase. It's distracting against the interview and a little artless. I love the preposterous 80-year-old bits of the format that still cling to this, like the Bible and Shakespeare being the free books the guests get, all in the same bit of the Venn diagram as the shipping forecast, Archer's theme tune and Big Ben, labelled stuff I'd remove from Radio 4 on day one if I was controller. The book and the luxury feel a bit thrown away. The final question, what's your favourite track? Now I'm doing it, song – It's My Life, Bon Jovi. It's hardly a revelation, as she's already told us that's her favourite earlier. Then we're into those crashing waves again. It's a bit anticlimactic. This island might have longevity, but I'm not sure longevity's enough. So many audio formats in the UK go beyond their sell-by dates, with so little subtle refreshment. Five hosts since 1942. Hits radio breakfast has rattled through that many since Toys R Us went under this island could do with a tsunami. GB News' slightly 1999 policy of slapping everything they do up in every medium means there's a Nigel Farage podcast that's quietly made it to episode 120. I mean, I call it a podcast, it's tele-audio, ripped up, not even a generic intro. There's one of those awful underscorey news themes at the top, and we don't even get a hello from Nigel, straight into a piece about energy independence, and how Germany and Italy will be mining coal again soon, as they're totally reliant on Russian power. It's not even 20 seconds in, and he's being full-on Nigel. Goodness gracious me, Greta Thunberg, she must be really crying and shouting at the moment, before rather baldly saying she did more than anyone to make us dependent on Russian energy. He spins it off into whether nuclear will be an answer to our energy independence, even a return for fracking a possibility. It's a classic talk radio think piece, if you can apply the notion of thinking to anyone who hosts for this shabby network. Part talkable topic, part red rag to a bull. Weirdly, no one's bothered to take out this evening or the email solicit from Farage. But here's the nub. Whisper it, but Farage is really rather good at this. Whether it comes from decades of rabble-rousing, whether he rubbed up against the right people at LBC, however it happened, and however much you may disagree with or loathe him, he's got good talk audio chops. Who knows whether or not comparing Black Lives Matter to the Taliban was the straw that got his statue removed from LBC's schedule in 2020. We got our station back, tweeted James O'Brien. But he's certainly a more natural audio communicator than Andrew Marr is, now in the same slot. He throws away little incendiary phrases to make you love or hate him more. Into a two-way with Darren McCaffrey, their political editor, bobs along with clips of Johnson and Starmer, a bit of a riff on inflation, petrol prices, tax rises. Geez, with all that happening, maybe the possibility will all be vaporised in the next week, could start looking attractive. Talking of vaporised, his first question about the Zaporizhia power station to a nuclear expert actually clocks in at 90 seconds. Even that evidence is a peculiar take on what's going on in the speech sector now. If you come to GB News, it's not about the guests. Arguably, if you're with LBC, it's not either, whether you're there under Ferrari or O'Brien colours. It's about finding your tribe. No one complains about an echo chamber that echoes them. My problem with this isn't so much that it's partisan. We all like to hear views opposite to ours from time to time, just to be able to point and laugh or make us think. It's the inelegance. He says he'll be back in a moment, and we hear a poorly edited interstitial with the ads removed. He reads a pretty good selection of interaction off that, but refers to someone as a viewer, clearly the TV dog wagging the podcast tail. But even if the thought of listening to Farage is as repellent to you as, say, getting a pint in a Wetherspoons is to me, I'd say give him a listen. The situation in Ukraine has made all of these hosts slightly less political, slightly closer to the centre, whatever their natural environment The 6pm junction in speech radio is getting more competitive. That means the quality of the podcast offering out of that slot is similarly improving. Slightly bizarre, that's when everyone in real life slopes off to the telly. I'm John Ryan, weary-eared and disappointed. This week with Desert Island Discs from BBC Radio 4 for BBC Sounds. And Farage from GB News. I listen to these so you don't have to.